You're now tuned into the hottest podcast in the world, the Stay Woke Podcast, right here on the SonicBreakdown.com. Man, it's time to wake up. Welcome back to another Stay Woke Podcast. This is D Ray Brinson, and you know the Stay Woke Podcast is presented by the SonicBreakdown.com. So head over there and check out a review. As well as, definitely come back and check out an episode of Could You Be More Specific, another show that the Stay Woke Podcast Network produces. We have Trav in the building for another uh, Stay Woke Podcast. What's good, bro? What's up, y'all? What's good? What's good, good people? What's good? Back in the building. And this is going to be a real special episode. Um, for those out there, it has been a while, but um, we're going to do a special episode for Mac Miller. For a lot of people that don't know, or that know, and for those that might not know, I don't know where you're at. You must be hiding under a rock. But uh, Mac Miller passed away on September 7th of this year, the right. age of 26. It was my girl's birthday, man. I was just up getting happy. It was her birthday. Yeah. Pac got, got shot on her birthday, too. So it's, wow. That shit, was, that shit was crazy. September 7th, man. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I, I didn't even I didn't even put that Pac um, significance Pac, with it. Pac, he didn't die that day. No, he but he got shot. shot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, um, Mac Miller, for those out there, he was a, a Pittsburgh-based rapper, artist. Um, I don't even want to classify him as a rapper. But we classify certain... Yeah, he was an artist. And I, I think we... There are rappers out there, and then there are artists. And he, he was definitely an artist. And just to give some background information, he his debut album came out in November 8th of 2011, and it was called Blue Side Park. My, I knew about Mac Miller since, as far as my understanding, his first mixtape, which was... Um, uh, kids? Yeah, Kids. And just to me, uh, I guess I guess the way that I want to, that, that I just want to touch on is uh, my introduction to Mac Miller and... Um, how I kind of saw his trajectory and, and his career going. When Kids came out, I was young, he was young, and that's when the saying, we're just some motherfucking kids, you know, that he coined. And to me, it resonated with me in the regards that at that time, I was, I believe, don't want to date myself too much, but uh, I was still in, yeah, that came out in 2010. So yeah, I was, where was I in college? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I was one year, one year fresh of being a father when I came out, and uh, I was looking for new hip hop. That's why I used. That's how I came up with a lot of these cats. That's how I bumped into Kendrick. Um, now I got into these guys. I jump on these guys early because during that time I was always searching mm-hmm. for new hip hop and fresh, you know. And I go on these mixtape websites and, and stuff, and uh, you know, I bumped into uh, to the Mac Miller, Mac Miller project, and I was like, oh, okay, listen to this cat. And I thought it was, it was gonna come off, and that was me. That was my. That's me being stupid, being you know. I thought it was gonna come off like another Eminem cat, you know, Aston Roth kind of dude. Mm-hmm. But yo, this this kid, you know what I mean? I knew that he was a lyrical guy, and yeah. he, he can go in and um, you know, rip. Then he had that old school vibe, the '90s feel, lyrics, you know what I mean? From the rip, and uh, and he used that big L beat, man. That's the one I really gravit- I gravitated towards, you know what I mean? Because he had that big L beat. Um, that Lord Finesse did, and, yeah. um, and he was just going off. And I said, "Okay, I gotta pay attention to this kid, man." Word up. Yeah, the same same uh, thing for me is uh, Kids was the first album that I heard. I was expecting something different when I heard it. Um, and actually, my friend put me on, so I kind of knew that it would be somewhat in my wheelhouse because the friend that put me on, we were listening to the kind of same vibes. Really, when I heard uh, "Nights on My Feet" on on Kids, I that I was hooked. Um, I was like, okay. Because to me, that indicated that 
he was a lyricist. And not only that, and I say it often, and if you listen to the podcast enough, uh, you probably be like, damn, you're, you're, it's a broken record. But you can understand just him picking that production and the way that he chose to rhyme on that production showed that he did his homework. He knows about, he's a hip hop historian. Like he's, he's done his knowledge, even for being as young as he was at that time. Cause I was still, I was, I'm, I'm, I was older than him. But when, like I said, when kids came out, I was in college. So that idea of I'm just a motherfucking kid trying to have fun. That idea was that's college life is like you, you out there having fun, but you know, you got to, this is a stepping stone to your future and, and, and adulthood, but you still in that transition period. Right. And so like, I felt like, like it, it just felt right. And his lyricism, like I said, and the fact that he did his, his knowledge to have that, uh, the Nas sample in there. And then, like I said, the way that he chose to rhyme over the production indicated that he knew what he was talking about. He knew, he, yeah. knew, he yeah. know he yeah. knows hip hop. Definitely was a hip hop. And, 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 and I had, and I respected that. And you can still tell that he he was still that like he that he was a kid. He was young. He's talking about young things. He's talking about some people might say immature things. But as he he was a kid, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just being a kid, you know, just living there. He's being a fucking kid like he's supposed to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Having um, fun with it. And the one thing that to me, when I first heard the news that he died, it just really bad thing, man. Word. Yeah, it, it 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 took me back. It, it it hurt. Uh, and and the reason why I say it hurt is because, uh, his album Swimming just came out this year, and, yeah. And the content that's on Swimming and just the the evolution that I was seeing him go through, and and I saw it. it I saw it happening from um watching movies with the lights on. I yeah. I, I started to get a hint of sound it. Yeah. yeah, I was starting to get a oh yeah with the sound off. Sorry, I was starting to get a hint of that evolution because you're starting to get um more jazz influences, more less sampling and more original sounds and Word. and yes, the, very, a lot of yeah and and the the subject matter that he was talking about he still had that fun free spirit type of vibe but he's also talking about more deeper more introspective things um, that were going on in his life and. I just thought that, again, to me, that was that's when I started seeing the transition because I fucked with Mac Miller, I fucked with the the kids album, and then I would listen to his music, but it wasn't something that I would go to often. Right, me too. I mean, I, you know, uh, I think my favorite project was, was watching movies with the sound off and his mixtape. Uh, oh, fuck, man, I knew that that yellow mixtape. Oh shit, yeah, damn it! I just had that in my mind uh, just just like an hour ago. Faces. Oh, Faces. Faces. Yeah, that came out in 2014. Yeah. yeah. Right. So those two projects are the ones I vibed off more. Uh, when he, like the latest stuff, I really didn't get into. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really get into swimming until after his death. I feel kind of guilty about that. Mm. But I, I I had heard a song. I, I probably thought maybe this one wasn't going to be a vibe for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was going to be his last project. Then I heard the song that he did this year called Buttons. Yeah, yeah. I vibe hard off of that one. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that, and that's, and that's what I'm talking about is like that the the sound that he those those the sounds that he was coming out with it was, I just felt like he was having like a a musical and a, a musical awakening. And like I said, for me, watching movies with the sound off, that was the he was he was still he was still to me at that point he was still uh, battling of does he want to stay in the kids area or does he want to keep on evolving and so it was kind of a a, a, a basically um, a mixture and a perfect combination of that for that album and then that's when I started to see 
him moving away from that and going more into the right. more exploration aspect of it with good i think it's good am or good more basically good morning is it's a white album with his face on it and that had more exploratory sounds and more jazz centered and then came the divine feminine and uh, yeah divine lot, feminine was pretty cool too. yeah that was a good project a lot of people know i put that in um i, I put that in high regards I put that in high regards in 2016 as one of the one of the better albums of that year. And the reason why I felt that was is because, like I said, it just felt like at that point, Mac Miller was like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I don't care. I don't care what my fans think. I don't care what the industry's telling me. I want to make this album. I want to make it about this particular. I want to make it about if God was a woman. And I want to use the sounds that I think that would be associated with that. I want to create this experience, this vibe. And then the way that the whole project laid out and the way that it ended with his mother talking about her relationship with his father. And like, it just, to me, that's, that's when I was like, when I, when I heard that album, I was like, oh, he's accepted who he is. He's at the point in life where he knows who he, who he is, what he wants to be and what he wants to talk about. And he's comfortable with it. And, right. I, and I think that, that explored on the divine feminine and then on swimming, he took it even to another level. Uh, for me, just the subject matter was even deeper. Yeah, and and I I really really loved swimming even before his death and and after his death it even took on more meaning. Before before his death, when I was listening to swimming, what I took away from it is and and it felt it, it just feels so odd now that you know that he the way that he died as well was the fact of. Like he says in it, I feel like I'm underwater, but I'm not in the shower again baptized. Like that feeling yeah. that like life, we all go through it. Life can be overwhelming at times. It can feel like it's too much that we can't. And the way that I took that he was saying he's swimming is like when you're swimming, your head's above water, but it goes down sometimes. But you always right. you're still floating like you're still you're, you're making it um, versus drowning. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And that's, yep. that's how that's I took it is like, I'm, 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 I'm swimming through life. I'm making it. My head's above water. My body's under it. Like I still feel the pressure of all the shit that you guys do, of you know, just life, life, death, love, pain, relationships, all the shit that we as human beings go through. Yep. Every day, every day thing. But I'm still keeping my head above the water. I'm still maintaining. Uh, and that's really what I took from it. And then with his passing that he was still dealing with those issues, that he's still having those battles. Right. It just was. It just was. Uh, I opened, and then really, when you break down the lyrics on uh, on the songs, like 2009, it's just, uh, yeah, it just, it's just very, it's just, it's just crazy how like some of those words have so much meaning, and it's like, I don't want to sound like like all oh, crazy and shit, but it's like it feels like like he, like he had a feeling like he knew that he was getting ready to be about it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, because like like that that song, he's like, what's on the other side of those doors? And and the, the 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 way the piano plays, it has like an ominous feeling, and even though it's a, in a higher key, which kind of gives you a light lightness to it, but it just it just has a it just has a, a feeling to it that, like I said, it just it just sticks with me. I can feel that. Yeah, I can um, feel that. He made previous songs about all this, man. Like that song, "Death on Faces." Man. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, I mean, funeral it was called funeral. My fault. Yeah, he's been like, talking about this for a while. For a while, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I mean, we've seen it happen with Pac, we've seen it happen with Biggie. I mean, it's like they kind of, they be like, it's kind of like they know. Prodigy always mentioned death too, as well. You know what I'm saying? We made songs about it and said certain things. Um, 
fighting a good fight was one of his last one on his last album when he basically knowing that he you know he's gonna get about it as soon as he's gonna fight it and he's gonna have his little fun on this earth until his little life is done. He already like you know, these guys they be they know for some kind some way they be they, they figure it they they yeah, they know. I don't know if they birthed the energy towards them or they just have the intuition that they know. Um either way, you know, it's just like when you hear records like that and that stuff like that happens, man, it's just it's a blow when you hear it, you know what I mean? So, no, that, it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, the 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 other thing that I want to talk about too is the thing that really bothered me when they when they were talking about and announcing his death was they kept on referring to him as Ariana Ariana Grande's boyfriend or ex boyfriend. Yeah, like he was yeah. more than that. Like to me, like way more. Like that's that's that should be like. If there's a list of the things that he did, that should be like maybe 120th. He was a musician, an artist, a, a human before, like all of that, because that to me, that devalues and discredits all the things that he did prior to being with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and all the things he did after. His music, his music, which was his biggest uh, contribution to, to the world, uh, that should be the thing that... I just felt like they should have introduced him as, you know, the artist Mac Miller. And then, yeah, if, and, and, you know, further down the byline, if you want to get to the point of, oh, Ariana's ex, ex-boyfriend, then fine. Because that's how some people are going to do know him is through that. Right. But I guarantee you more people know him through his music than they knew him as Ariana yeah, Grande. absolutely, man. Especially hip-hop cats, man. He's been around for a minute, man. Static Selecta had him on projects for a long period of time. Alchemist has been working with him. Yeah, um, static, true. static selector and alchemist yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, because true, true, true hip hop has, um, true right. hip hop yeah. has respected Mac Miller. No, yeah, like I've never heard yeah. any true, true hip hop nope. had. Even if you didn't like his music, they wouldn't say, "Oh well." They still fucked no, with them. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they wouldn't talk bad about him. They're like, "I might not like his music, but hey, he comes with it." He's really nah, he serious about it. He does his homework. He's not just doing this just to do it. He does it because he loves it. He loves the passion for it, and uh, and that's why that's why like Rhapsody, who I respect, uh, fucked with Mac Miller. You know what I'm saying? Because she respected yeah. his grind and he respected hers as well. Like it was Word. game recognized game. And and just going back to uh, swimming track list, the first track the first track on there is "Come Back to Earth." <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I vibed out to that joint. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 then the last track is so it goes. To me, this is a, it was a really good project before. Jet Fuel is one of my favorite songs on there as well. And and that and Jet Fuel kind of makes me sad as well because the way that I took Jet Fuel was like I'm never gonna run out of Jet Fuel is kind of what he says. It's basically like I believe that I have whatever it is within me to keep myself going. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I I have that energy within me to not allow anything to stop me, and I'm gonna keep moving. And and the fact that you know, it did end. That's that that what brings that 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 sadness is that it it did end. And as well as I just was I would I would have loved to seen what his next projects and and him continuing to grow as an artist because like I said the production on here the jazz influence I feel like he really was embracing that aspect of music and 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 exploring it and 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 would have explored it further, even more. Um, so I just. Yeah, it's it's just sad to see that happen as well. Yeah, man, that that shit, that shit, I was just that shit fucked me up for a few days, man. I ain't gonna front, man. I'm listening to a lot of Mac shit, old shit. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm like the lyrics over again. I'm like, damn, man, he's been struggling for a long time with these inner demons and shit. 
And um, that's why I made it a point to put a post out. And I was like, yo, um, everybody talk about this drug use and all that shit. But, yo, it's very hard to, be f- to fight for an average person, this person that is not in the music industry, to fight inner demons. Yeah. You understand? Guys in the industry and around a lot of money and, and, and yes men and fucking all this bullshit. But on top of the issues you already had as just being a human being, now you got the extra shit with being an artist and the pressure and the fucking, like, yo. It's a lot to deal with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he's been dealing with this shit for a long period of time. You listen to his music. So I'd never judge a person on that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that that shit is rough. You know, you can you can have these battles, these inner demon battles all the time. He might win mad. He might win all of them. But then the overall war sometimes can take a toll. And that yeah. Can, like, that can cause your demise. And money but, can't you know, save you from that. Yeah, and it's just nothing that you can do. You can't, you know, that Bentley ain't going to get you up out of that six on, on the ground. That, that cup of lean ain't going to make you come back to life. You know what I'm saying? So, nah. it's like, you know, this shit was just like, yo, all respect due to Mac Miller, man. I listened to a lot of his shit. He was respected by all, like, a, about 90% of the real, the, the even real MCs, mm-hmm. man. Like, yo, they fucked with Mac Miller. There's no rapper on this planet that's a real hip-hop lyricist that I've seen. That didn't fuck with Mac Miller. Like I said, Styles, even if you didn't like his music, you still respected him. Yep. You still respected yes. his nice his talent. Too. Yeah. So he was definitely nice. And I'm gonna always rock with him. Always had watch some movies with the sound off and all my and my phone and my iPod forever. Like I go back to the song like Avion. I like the vibe off of that one. Um I am that song um at the end of uh, the joint with J Electronica, uh the Star Room. The fact, the fact that he got a, a, a on a track with Jay Electronica just shows you because Jay Electronica that's don't get on tracks with every, yeah, he, he hardly get exactly. on tra- tracks with nobody. So that's super rare. And he only Jay Electronica will not get on a track if he don't respect you. And so right. <laughs> that's extremely rare. Like I said, man, uh, I encourage everybody if you haven't go re-listen to some Mac Miller music. Um, his old discography is, is 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 dope. It's it's really it's a really good. He put out a lot of music in the very short time and that still he was here. To come too. Yeah, he put out a lot of music in a short time that he was here. Everybody that hasn't listened to Swimming, I, I definitely like. I said even before his passing, I I still had it in my mind. It was at least in the top ten of hip hop albums of this year for me because, like I said, production wise, Thundercat did a lot of the production. He was executive producer, I believe, uh, for it. You can definitely tell a lot of the that jazz Thundercat influence. Um, the subject matter, the lyrics are there. It just it's just a well done project. So I definitely say you need to check that out. But you need to go back through all of his his uh, projects. Best day ever, uh, Macadelics, Faces, Live from Space. Yeah. And, and and all those joints. Yeah, so definitely go check all those out, man. Is there anything else you want to say uh, for for the Mac Miller? Yeah, just, you know, just just know that he was one of the, he was one of the special ones, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't get a lot of those MCs here. You know what I'm saying? There's only a few cats that come through that leave a mark, and he was one of them. You know what I'm saying? So we gotta give him give him respect for that. You know what I mean? Because we don't get we, we get like a handful of these artists like once every decade. You know what I mean? So as a millennium kid, you know what I'm saying, for all those people that came around that time, you know what I'm saying, that was one of y'all guys, man, straight up, you know what I'm saying? You know, we don't we don't get many of them. Like, like I said, we get like a handful every other decade. And he definitely came through with a special dude, man, special MC, and uh, just show respect, you know what I'm saying, salute him for that. And uh, let's check out his music, man, you know what I mean? Find something that might be helpful for you.
for your life. You know what I mean? All right. respect, Mac Miller, man. Rest in power to that brother, man. Hold it up. Yeah, and uh, I just want to second that. I want to say uh, I want to definitely give a shout out to his family. Uh, I know you guys are going through a hard time, and uh, as well, um, I want to say uh, definitely check out his music. And yeah, and for everybody out there that's struggling and going through something, as Max said, just try to try to keep swimming. Just try to keep your head above the water. Keep your head above water. Yeah, try to keep your head above the water, and um, yeah, reach out to somebody, talk to people. You know, there's a lot more support out there than we think. We just have to sometimes reach out, sometimes put our pride aside and say, you know, I need help. No doubt. So definitely uh, I want to say thank you again, Trav, for doing another episode with me. Uh, This is a a special one again. Um, And uh, it's always good doing a podcast or episode with you because I know uh, I know I know you care about the music just as much as I do. So absolutely. Absolutely. We got more coming. We got we got more coming. We got more episodes coming through. And uh, we always want to give you the real, break down things, break down the real stuff. Yeah. That's that's how it goes. So I want to say thank you to everybody for uh, listening to another Stay Woke podcast. Uh, this was another great episode. Thank you to Trav. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for having me in the building. No problem, man. And I want to say, uh, you know our motto, live, listen to some great music, and above all, love more. Love more. No doubt. R.I.P. Mac Miller. R.I.P. Mac. Mm-hmm.